Big idea. Jesus was the embodiment of the Father. Our weekly identity statement, I am the embodiment of Christ. And our memory verse, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. Good trees grow in good soil. Trees in general can grow in most soils, but the better the soil, the better the tree is going to grow. Specifically, there are a few conditions that help trees grow. Did you know that there is as much of a tree below the dirt as there is above? If you want to have a big tree, the tree has to be able to put down deep roots. To be a good tree is to be like Christ. If we are full of good, what comes out of our lives will be good. So, if we're going to be good trees, it starts with the soil. To be deeply rooted in Christ, there are a few things to consider. Let's say for illustration purposes that your heart is the soil, and that is where God wants to deeply root himself in your life. Are there weeds choking out the tree? At our old house, we had a 20 by 40 foot dog run that the previous owners had let get overgrown with blackberries. I went through the slow and painful process of pulling them out by hand, letting the vines dry and then burn them. I eventually got the run cleared, and when I did, I discovered a little white oak tree growing beneath the blackberries. It was small with tiny leaves. It had probably never seen the light and was about six inches tall. I left it, and the next year it doubled in height, and again the next year. What lies do we continue to believe? Lies are a big problem in the soil of our heart. When you believe something, you believe it in your heart, not just your head. Your beliefs affect your actions. I think lies are the worst kinds of weed. Like blackberries and thistle, they keep coming back unless you get the whole root all the way out. There are lies we believe about God that are choking out the real work God wants to do in our life. For instance, if you believe God only loves you when you are performing his duties, that's a lie that is taking precious nutrients out of the soil of your heart. If you believe you aren't worth God's love, that lie will keep you down. If you believe you are destined for mediocrity and that you're not the kind of person that can have an amazing relationship with God, that lie will keep you down. If you think the worries of this life are more urgent and pressing than your relationship with God, if you think money will solve all your problems, if you, and if you just have to have a constant desire for more, those are lies that will keep you down. God needs to deal with those lies that have taken root in your heart to make room for the life he wants to grow in you. Where are our hearts hard toward God? Another issue of the soil is the hardness of it. When you plant a bare root tree, you have to break up the soil in a three-foot diameter around the tree. Why? So the tree can send those soft, small roots out into the soil to bring in life. If the soil is rock hard, the tree has a harder time. If the soil is too rocky, the tree won't survive unless it gets a root down through the rock to the soil. Where have you stopped listening to God? Maybe your heart is calloused. God keeps trying to deal with the same thing, but you've grown so accustomed to telling God no that you don't even feel him nudge at that part of your heart anymore. In scripture, hard soil is the place where Satan loves to come and just pick up the seed that God wants to plant. It doesn't stand a chance on the hard soil. It's just a snack for a blue jay. Maybe what you need is to let God soften your heart. 
Stop giving God boundaries in your heart. Stop telling him that certain areas and issues are off limits. Maybe the growth you haven't seen is because you haven't given God your whole heart. What predators keep eating the growth? If you've been around much, you know that we have a herd of elk on the farm that have been a huge problem in getting our orchard off the ground, literally. They come in every spring and summer to eat the new growth off the trees. Most of the trees have survived, but some have died. Satan is a predator. Sometimes the problem isn't that God isn't growing us up in him. He is. Sometimes the problem is we don't resist the devil. When he comes after us, we just give in, whatever it may be. We believe the lie, that's just who I am, and we keep cutting the growth back to the trunk. Do you find yourself growing and then going backward? It's likely because you've been letting Satan get the best of you with temptations of all kinds. You may still feel like you're a slave to some kind of sin. Even though you've been set free, Satan keeps dangling the shackles in front of you, and because they're familiar, you keep taking the bait. The promise of Scripture is simply, resist the devil and he will flee from you. All you have to do is resist. You don't have to fight. Jesus already did that. Just resist. You're already free. Even if you put your hands back in the shackles, they're not locked. Just slip them right back off. What excuses do you repeatedly make? This is a big one. It could actually be a part of each area. It could be lies we believed about ourselves. It could be hardness of our heart. It could be related to Satan's temptations. Or or it could be other things. We humans are incredible at justifying our actions. I work so hard, I deserve... I'm, I'm just not the kind of person that will ever... It's just not possible for me to... Or... I don't have the right personality to, or I would if I had more time, you get the idea, and about a million more. We have a whole list of but firsts. I'll do what you want, but first. Any but first means that Jesus isn't first. That's the simple truth. Everything else is an excuse. Here's another truth. There will always be an excuse. There will never be an easy time to let God do the work of weeding the junk out of your heart and planting himself there. There's never a good time for that. There will never be a better time to spend time with God. You just have to make him a priority and make time for him. There will always be something you can do besides go to church. There will always be a reason you can't invite someone from church over for dinner. There will always be a reason why you can't serve, why you can't give, why you can't invite someone into God's family. There will always be an excuse. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it. It takes intentionality. It takes making the decision to put Jesus first in everything. If we are going to be the embodiment of Christ, the visible, tangible presence of Christ, we need to give God control of the soil of our heart. Once God has dealt with the things in our hearts that aren't of him, then we can start to be more and more the embodiment of Jesus. And more people will say that when they are around you, it's like being with Jesus. Our daily scripture focus, Luke chapter 9, verse 59 through 62. He said to another man, follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. You also might want to read Mark 4, 1 through 20. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. 
Imagine giving God your heart. Imagine that he comes in and starts digging up the weeds. Then imagine he takes the shovel and starts breaking up the soil. Imagine him planting himself deep in your heart and growing up. And now imagine him fending off the enemy as he tries to come and steal the growth God has given you. Second, reflect. What is the current condition of your soil? Is it weedy or hard? Do predators have consistent access to your heart more so than God does? Third, repent. Spend some time praying and ask God to change your heart and mind about each of these areas. If there is a desire in your heart for something other than God, ask God to change your heart about that thing. And finally, thank God. Thank God for the life He wants to grow up in you. Thank God that He protects you from the enemy.